my name is Diego Diaz from Los Angeles, 23 years old, founder of a web design studio called Ammo. Um, we usually be are working with, you know, B2B SaaS companies and enterprises um, on making brands and uh, websites. And before that, I have failed dramatically a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, man. Welcome back to the Failed Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Diego Diaz. He's the founder and CEO of Ammo Agency, according to Business Insider, making $57,000 a month. But recently, it's looking better than that, according to your uh, your tweet, man, which I'm excited. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited just for everything. And uh, believe it or not, this is actually my first podcast online. So bear with me, bro. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm learning, you know, and uh, yeah, and I'm, like I said, I'm very grateful for you to be here. Um, I don't know if you are, but I'm actually a sneakerhead. So every, I always tell people what I'm wearing. Uh, so um, today, <laughs> is the, today is the 10th year anniversary of the uh, Roshi run. So I'm wearing the Calypso colorway for those of you listening. Are you a sneakerhead or dabbled into it or anything like that? Um, no, nah, just growing up, I never had any type of money. So I never got into oh, for real? stuff. Because I couldn't afford them anyways. You have a very interesting story. And that's why I'm very excited to have you in the podcast is, you know, you're doing this. And if you don't mind, uh, do you mind telling us your age? Yeah, 23. 23 years old, dude. Like, I just thought about this recently before I interviewed you. Like, you would have been one of my students. (laughs) (laughs) I've been teaching that long, bro. I've been been teaching since 2012. And you would have been one of my students. And uh, we're going to dive into your story. Let me ask you this. In high school, which was not that long ago, yeah. were you were you good at high school? Were you successful in high school? Was it fun for you? Um, it was fun, but I was definitely not a good student at all. I graduated with a 1.8 GPA. Um, oh. And yeah, basically had straight D's senior year, almost didn't graduate. Um, luckily, my teachers, or most of them, liked me enough to change my F to a D, um, or else I probably would have not graduated. After high school, I mean, we're talking really, you're 23-year-old founder, CEO, ammo agency, making good money. What led you up to this? Like, tell us the story. I mean, in high school, you like you said, did you go to college for it? So what happened? Yeah. Um, so basically, after high school, I really didn't do anything. I already, I think I was working at a couple different jobs. Um, and that's really what it was. Like, you know, it was nothing exciting at all after after high school, just really, you know, dead end job to dead end job, um, working at fast food places. I was a bus boy. Um, I was a security guard, Amazon delivery driver helper, um, basically, you know, on the extra large packages. So basically anywhere from 50 to like 300 pounds, we were delivering those um, and tried a couple businesses, didn't work out resorted to you know when there was one summer where i was going hard on flipping stuff with my brother um you know that was the only way i was able to make some money at that time and then um yeah just you know really bad jobs and i started teaching myself uh web development during the graveyard shifts as a security guard um so i didn't go to school for it i went to college for like three weeks and then i you know dropped (laughs) out um and yeah, I mean, I just taught myself through Webflow University, which is like uh, that their, you know, their courses and stuff, tutorials. Um, and Webflow is the platform that I use for development. 
and then just, you know, practicing. And that's pretty much how I learned. And what year, I mean, when did this start happening? So you're saying you started delivering and you didn't really go to college for it. You know, you, when did this happen? What had got you actually into the World Wide Web <laughs> in, in a sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I graduated high school in 2017. Um, and then I started, I was a security guard in 2020. And that's when I was having my graveyard shifts. Um, and then I came across an ad for Webflow on YouTube or something. And then I just started diving into it. You know, I was trying to teach myself how to code for a while. Never worked out really. Um, and so when I saw that you're able to build websites and stuff like that without needing to write code, it intrigued me. And so I started diving into it, getting involved in the, you know, I found a no code community on Twitter, which is just people who, you know, use or enjoy the tools that are coming out that you can build software, websites, mobile apps, automations, stuff without needing to code. Um, and then, yeah, so that was in 2020. I didn't really do much with it. Um, I was still working, you know, security. And then after I started working at Amazon um, until 2021, I also got a role as like a social media manager, um, which wasn't, you know, paying well at all. It was still, it was like full time. And I think I was paying like $2,000 a month. So I still needed my Amazon job. Um, and then, you know, I quit both of them in 2021, February, and I started Ammo. That's crazy, man. And then I started Ammo in 2021 or ended, ended 2020? 2021. So February 2021. 2021. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because, you know, we have a lot of young people that listen to this podcast, a lot of young adults, and a lot of them is the fear of, I guess, perfection. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Did you make sure you had everything perfected before you started Ammo Agency? Or were you like, bro, forget this. Perfection's overrated. I'm going to learn along the way. Yeah. So I was actually one of those people that tried to have everything kind of perfect in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like I had someone, like I, I got like uh, my last check for my jobs and stuff. And then I spent most of it on someone doing my website design for me. Because originally I was just going to do development. Um and I just, you know, I wasn't that great at design. And so I spent like, you know, like most of it on that. And then I try to reach out to some people who are already have an established agency and try to get some questions or answer or uh, ask some questions to them. Um, but, you know, I, I learned a lot from them and then the conversations, but I learned a lot more just actually doing it. Um, but if I was to start something now, it would definitely be a lot different. Um, if I'm like kind of more bootstrapping it, not really putting too much um, investment into it, mm -hmm. I would, you know, start scrappy and just, you know, not try to be perfect or make it perfect. But obviously, if I have more of a budget, then I'll try to do things properly. But if it's your first business or your first like, you know, actual business that you're trying to make successful, man, just just start. Um, you know, a lot of people don't end up doing things just because they want it to be perfect, which is like an ego thing um, and an insecurity thing. Um, they're scared that, you know, I think it's kind of like a, it's more of an insecurity thing where you're like delaying things as much as possible sure. because you don't want to kind of fully dive in and use the excuse of needing to be perfect. Um, so that's why you're not starting. So I would, uh, immediately stretch that out as, as soon as possible. 
For sure, man. And I'm glad you talked about that. You said something like, you know, about just going for it. And I think a lot of young people, that's why they, they're so scared to do anything, man. And uh, a lot of young adults I talk to, they're so scared to try something, even in the world of sports too, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think of sports, I'm a basketball coach, you know, I've got people that are like, oh man, let me, let me learn to play basketball before I join the team. I'm like, bro, you're not gonna, <laughs> like, you just gotta go for it. You yeah, know what man. I mean? You just gotta get in the court. Cause you know, there's so many things that you really, they can't teach you um you can't learn on your own you got to just go out there and do it and i'm glad you talked about that and um you know we're we're considered the failed podcast and we like to we don't like to but you know we talk about failures let me ask you this you know for every journey we talked about failures what do you consider is and you said you failed many times before you started this what do you think was the lowest point in your life leading up to this in your journey I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a childhood thing, but mainly more like leading up to, you know, your business and where you are now. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, for a long time after high school, I was, you know, battling stuff like with depression and my health um, wasn't great. So that was kind of something that was, you know, affecting me for a few years. Um, I would say probably like an actual specific point, you know, I didn't have a job for a little bit and um, I needed to borrow money from my 80 year old grandma to pay my car my bills and stuff for that month um and so i don't know to to me that really affected me um and then also too just like you know when i started ammo nothing really happened for at least six months um like i only had like two clients in six months and like maybe it was only one that was like a decent sized project it was like four thousand dollars for like you know five six pages design and development so i mean that's you know for some people that's a lot but for me that's not anymore you know for our side now um and then another one was just like hourly and that's how i was able to pay my bills for like six months um and then finally things started taking off in august of 2021 now were you at the beginning of ammo agency were you still doing security or amazon no i was uh you know just strictly ammo and for a while, I didn't really take it that seriously. I don't know. I just uh, kind of just used it as like a side project type thing just to make some money here and there. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, I, ne- I didn't take it seriously for a while. And then, you know, finally, like at the end of July, I was like, all right, you know, like, I don't want to get into the job again. You know, I want to, you know, be able to continue working from home or wherever. And then I started taking it seriously. And then that's when, you know, it's funny enough when things started working out. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. You talked about your grandma like that and borrowing money. I know how it is, man. It's just like, you know, you, you try so hard. Like I'm the type of person I want to give to my family. I want to be the one to take yeah. care of them. And I bet that hurt just asking just your grandma, just because you know, you know, like, man, I'm, I, I know I got something going on here, but it's just right now it's hard. But yeah. I'm, I mean, let me ask you this, you know, what was the time? What, what, I guess, was there a time where you were like, finally, I was able to repay it back and did that feel good? <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot. I think it was like, I finally got paid with one of my hourly projects or something. And then I was able to pay her back. But um, in terms of like, you know, actually like being able to help out my family and stuff um, or just like, you know, provide them with nice things. Um, you know, this was the first year that I was able to actually get my mom something like nice for her birthday. Um, yeah. And then like, you know, I paid for the dinner and stuff like that. Um, but before, man, I just used, used to just 
be one of those like free not freeloaders but like just not really pay my older brother would have to pay just because he was you know the older one with money and stuff yeah for sure. um and you know it sucked because you know you're as, as i'm getting older and stuff you know you start to realize like oh i should be at a point where i, I can at least like help out or something you know um but i just never really had that much money and then yeah i was able to you know get her some chanel stuff and then um you know pay for a nice little dinner um and uh yeah what was the what was the turning point in your life like when was the turning point you said six months nothing really happened what was the turning point in um, ammo agency and what what did you do to cause that turning point or did something happen because you said you weren't taking it seriously did something happen or you just decided you know what forget this i'm gonna go all in what was it yeah um basically what was i think it was like i just i don't know i think it's something just finally clicked where i was like all right you know i just i don't want to go back to a regular job and keep you know doing this whole cycle and stuff um so i'm gonna just try take it seriously i finally finished my website um and then you know that was a lot easier to kind of pass around and share and stuff and then i was also making connections with people on twitter and they were referring me to people or tagging me if someone tweeted they're looking for a webflow person um and then also luckily or i started reaching out to people on twitter too i would do like uh, um keyword research keyword targeting research and i would look for anyone who's like searching for webflow designers or devs and then i'll just go and ham on that and finally you know just kind of treating it more as a business than just like whenever i get to a type thing um even though I wasn't doing anything, I was just chilling or watching movies and stuff, you know, it's like, yeah. um, and then, yeah. And the thing started finally, you know, kicking in. And then, um, that same month I, I started, you know, contracting people who were better than me. So just so that we could, you know, get better projects or, you know, better, uh, results for our clients and stuff like that. Um, and, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, just finally taking it more serious, actually doing some reaching out before i don't know what i was doing um in those first six months i wasn't really doing anything um and then yeah did you think you would get to this point this fast no um i don't know i don't think i've really ever thought about the success i was i was could have with ammo um just because i've never done any freelance or agency type work before in my life um, so I guess I just didn't really know what was possible with it, with the kind of model and then with websites in general. I didn't realize that people are interested in paying a certain amount, you know, a large amount for, for them. Um, but it's crazy. Yeah, you know, it takes years for a lot of people. And, you know, I've been lucky to have it where it started, uh, you know, happening like that within like six months, seven months and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's been uh, it's been definitely a blessing. Let me ask you this. You talked about how you didn't know people would be willing to pay that much for like a website and stuff. I feel like that kind of, you know, you and I, I mean, you live, you know, kind of close to me. Uh, We live kind of not really in a richer neighborhood. Um, And I grew up in Long Beach, Carson, Compton area. Um, Did that play a factor as to why it was kind of hard to charge people a certain amount? Um, I think it was more just like, I just, just didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that people paid so much for websites. I knew it was like something that was like obviously in demand. Um, but, you know, every time I've heard about someone paying for a website or like local businesses and stuff, it'd be like, you know, $500, $1,000 and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then when you get to, 
you know, actually start targeting larger companies. Um, you know, even the one, the amount I charge right now is like very, very, very little compared to, um, you know, what could be charging or we, we could be charging to like bigger clients and stuff, but it takes time to get there to organize your, your processes and your, get your team in order so that, um, you know, that you can handle those big projects. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, you know, kind of an ignorance just cause I was never really in the tech world or, um, agency world or anything like that before. So it's kind of just learning about it as I go. Going back to like your high school days, you talked about how you graduated with a one point, what was it? A one point something GPA, yeah. Yeah. 1.8 GPA. Let me ask you this. What is your, I guess your message for a lot of kids that might be listening and thinking that they are not succeeding in high school. And also what's your message for, you know, I'm being honest with you. I'm a school teacher and yeah. um, I feel like this is something for me personally, I don't look at kids like that, but I feel like a lot of teachers battle because they look at kids that are not doing well in school and automatically think this person is not going to be successful. What's your yeah. message to the kids, but then also what's your message to the teachers? Um, I would say to the kids, man, just honestly, you know, just try to do a decent job at school. Um, you know, just from the time that you're there, you don't need to go to college. Um, but like, me personally, like it was just a lot more stressful to the fact that I wasn't doing well, um, you know, stuff with my parents and like, you know, teachers and guidance counselors and stuff like that, just unnecessary. Um, and then that also, you know, a lot of time can put you in bad situations. Um, but if you're at a point like how I was where you're just, you know, you just really don't like school and, you know, you're just not doing well at it, just try to do enough where you can pass at least, even if it's like straight D's like how I did. Um, and then once you're out of high school or even during high school, start learning some actual skills. Um, you know, for the thing about college is that not everyone, you know, needs to go to college. Um, you'll be a lot better off trying to learn skills like high uh, value skills like sales or web design development, copywriting. Um, what else? You know, like data analytics, you know, something like that where yeah. you can kind of teach yourself, but it's something that businesses value, people value um you know versus just like just going to school just to go to school you don't even know what you want for to sure. do yourself. for sure um so that's something i would recommend you know and then for students or teachers um you know try not to i wouldn't judge kids based on where they're at you know at the same time we're, we were kids you know yeah. 16 17 year old 15 year old our kids i didn't snap out of it you know until i was like 2021 22 sure. um and there's six time you know people develop at different times some people are you know good from the jump but sometimes it takes a couple of years more for other students or other kids to you know really mature and have it finally click in their head you know what they need to do or what they want to do and stuff so yeah for sure it's crazy you talk about that i, was I talk to my wife about this all the time it's it's amazing how a lot of adults judge kids on their character now but it's amazing how that same judgment doesn't get applied to like adults. And I told yeah. my wife this. I'm like, dude, it's funny that people talk about that because kids, you could give the excuse that they're kids. Like if kids mm -hmm. are going to talk smack about you behind your back, they're probably going to grow out of it. If they're going yeah, to yeah. gossip about you, they, they could grow out of it. But when adults do that, bro, that's it. That's who they are. Like they're yeah, never yeah. going to change. Like it's rare for adults to change. So I think, you know, as an adult personally, I think we need to cut some kids, I guess, cut, cut them some slack, bro. I mean, they're yeah. kids, you know, they're learning 
through life. You know what I mean? They're just still growing, you know, and it's amazing. You talk about that. And, and this has helped me just talking to you and talking to somebody, one of my kids that I actually taught in high school, he didn't have good grades growing up too. And um, it's amazing. He graduated 2020. So yeah. this is recently. And right now he's an NBA barber. So he's cutting hair of like Eric Bledsoe, soon nice. probably Pascal Siakam. I mean, he's cutting NBA barbers hair and they love him as a client and he's making good money. You know, he's he's content with his life. And it's amazing how, you know, a lot of times growing up, it's like many teachers didn't think he would succeed just because of his grades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I think it just a lot of times teachers have that. Oh, you know, I was a good student. I went to college. That's how all kids are supposed to be and stuff. And it's just not yeah. like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I was, you know, I was a bad student. I got along with some, most of my teachers. They knew at the end of the day, like that they liked me and stuff. And sometimes they, they even told me that they'll miss me the most just because like oh, I, was yeah. a, I was a class clown. Um, and that's why, you know, usually people who are like that are having the bad grades. But I was actually funny. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah. Um, but you know, the other time, other times and for different teachers, you know, I was actually like disrespectful and stuff like that, like stupid, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, you just, you get out of it, you learn, you grow up and then, you know, so I think, yeah, just, uh, as teachers probably just should be trying to mentor students and really trying to help them out because realize that they're still very, very, very early in life, especially like emotionally and mentally and stuff. Um, and, you know, eventually they're going to grow up and they're going to realize that that's not how to act and stuff. And then, you know, they'll change up. So I think uh, yeah. placing these ideologies or these, you know, uh, negativity in these kids' minds just because they're acting a certain way or they're doing, you know, certain things at that age um, can mess them up. You know, some sure. people who are a little bit weaker will or like, you know, weaker mindset than me would probably have believed them and then, you know, not done anything with my life um or not try to you know improve their life and their situation and stuff so for sure you know, pretty weird that when teachers are like that with students when they're just kids yeah you know and it's it's funny you talked about how you know you use your humor to get to get <laughs> out of school it's funny yeah. that the other kid the the NBA barber I'm one of the reasons why he actually graduated because I was a basketball coach and he was a starter so yeah I needed him you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I'm like bro but I was also like a bunch of you know as a teacher of a bunch of his classes so I'll be like bro I can't not have you play bro like we yeah, yeah. we have to get you you know and we were actually like a pretty good squad so that's why it's I'm funny good. man <laughs> yeah but let me ask you this what what is your next step as far as your company or in your life, are you content where you're at right now? Or are you trying to go for something bigger? What is, what do you plan to do? Yeah, man. Um, I have uh, goals of, you know, really trying to learn about business and how to run a business with ammo um, as it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then eventually I want to transition into having like a holding company and acquiring companies. Um, and kind of just managing that and then like real estate investment investments and stuff like that. Um, but without ammo, I would never have been in that situation, maybe something else, but you know, at least not right away where I could be in a situation where I can actually achieve those things. Um, but you know, I'm still trying to learn about like, you know, uh, how to properly run a business and, you know, doing KPIs and, you know, managing teams and, you know, people and stuff like that. So I'm trying to use this to learn it 
and then uh, apply my learnings with, you know, once I start acquiring other companies and growing them and stuff like that. Um, I saw recently in your twit or twit Twitter, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> put twit. out a tweet about yeah, <laughs> you put out a tweet about like helping out like like kids in not so good situation, learning different skills, and yeah. I feel like that's something I'm very passionate about because I'm also like you know, a, you know as a basketball coach in like Carson and Compton, you deal with kids that are not, you know, I had a kid two years or 2019, I had a kid that was homeless most of his life and he was one of my starters. And, um, you know, is that something that like you're passionate about, about helping kids that are not so well? And is there kind of like something along those lines in the future that you're planning to do? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's something where I really resonate with, you know, I'm not going to say that I was homeless and stuff like that, but I definitely mm-hmm. did not have money, um, like at all type stuff. And then, um, you know, be able to change my life around, but there's not many people who, you know, are aware of these type of skills and this type of information that can change sure. their lives and get them, you know, out of those situations. So it's definitely something I want to, um, you know, kind of orchestrate soon. Um, you know, I just got to make sure that I'm at a point where, you know, I'm kind of good. And then so I can mm-hmm. actually, you know, be at a point where I can take the time to make sure that these kids are getting that, you know, learning that stuff and then, um, you know, creating that, um, those um, organizations and groups and stuff like that. But definitely, yeah. definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's not much money when you start that. <laughs> You're yeah, not going to yeah, make you that much charging, money at the beginning. You know, like <laughs> a couple thousand dollars for like, you know, 20 pages and stuff for a website. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're helping out people in the hood, you expect to just do it for free, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's rewarding, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, that's crazy, man. Let me ask you this. What is your definition of failure? Um, Honestly, a lot of, a lot of failure just happens when people quit too early. And that's Mm -hmm. what I used to do. I used to have a lot of businesses that I try to start or, you know, things I try to do. And then, it was, I got hard and I just quit. And then, you know, that's where you kind of fail. Um, you know, just different ideas that could have worked that could have made me a lot of money, but yeah, as soon as it got difficult or it got hard and, um, it wasn't like super smooth sailing anymore, then I quit. So I think, you know, failing is just when you quit at something or, um, you know, cause obviously there's different ways of going about things and thinking about it. If something's really just not working, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense to like either pivot or to reconsider, you know, what you're doing. Um, maybe just not something that's in demand. The offer is not great, whatever the case is, but if you just straight up quit just cause like it's hard or, you know, you're not successful for a little bit. Um, then that's like, yeah, I would consider that a failure versus just making an educated decision. Um, like how I mentioned before about, you know, actually just pivoting or just reconsidering different options when, when, once you get like new information and stuff like that. Uh, do you mind telling us a little bit about kind of those businesses you tried out? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, you know, this one's kind of a little bit funny, but so I tried to do like a phone repair little business. Um, uh-huh. And I was just, you know, kind of watching these courses and stuff on it. And my first customer, I couldn't, like I fixed it. I did technically, I fixed it, but I couldn't put his phone back together. Oh, dang. Because, uh, you know, you have to go inside of it and I yeah. couldn't figure out how to you know, how to reconnect one of the, one of the things I forgot what it's called, but, um, I reconnect something. And so I was there for like four hours at his house when he just like pressing me and getting mad and like, 
to the point and then like we had to go to an actual phone repair shop and had to pay for them to like close like, or fix his phone um <sighs> and like that just traumatized me <laughs> and so i quit <laughs> um so i quit that business never did it again because <laughs> that was just one it was humiliating but then two i was just like oh my god bro like uh, but he paid me for the work that I did because yeah. it was supposed to be to help, um, you know, to, he, he wasn't able to hear, uh, like, earpiece thing wasn't working or something. I fixed it, but I just couldn't put yeah. the phone back. Um, and so, so he paid me for it still, but I was just like, I'm done with this. And, you know, I, I quit all that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It just reminds me of, for me, like, uh, I tried to do a photo booth business. Mm-hmm. yeah and then like um it's funny i don't even know if i'll put this in the podcast i might cut this out but it led to <laughs> it led to my i don't know man but something along with my sister and the next thing you know i was being investigated by the fbi so wow i just like dude, i'm like yo i'm not doing this no more bro. <laughs> I, I uh <laughs> i baked uh i was baking for a bit um ah uh, dude i know what you mean man failure failure <laughs> but like Dude, I've done so much businesses where it's just it's just not working out, you know. And yeah, it's funny, yeah. you and I are in different spectrum. You know, you're 23, I'm 31, but I always tell this to people, man. Your time's gonna come. You know, yeah. I'm talking to a guy right now. He's actually 23. <laughs> uh, the guy right now, he's just like, man, I feel like such a failure, and I'm just kind of like, bro, like, dude, you can't, like, j- bro, just just keep at it, man. Like, you know, whatever you're trying, you're working on. I mean, it's just it's time the timing is yeah. bad that's just it like you know let me ask you this do you think there's a little bit of i guess in a way luck of what what whenever somebody does well um maybe like timing you know what i mean yeah i think uh there's definitely components of that um mm-hmm. i think a lot of time it just people aren't working hard enough they're not working yeah, smart sure. enough like right because a lot of people work hard but they're not working on the right things um, there's a lot of people who are working on the right things, but they're not working hard enough. Um, and then definitely some, you know, timing and, um, luck have, uh, you know, have a play in it. Um, but I think for a lot of people just, you know, they talk more than they do. Um, mm-hmm. they don't, you know, don't want, want they don't want it as bad as they say they do, um, type stuff. And, you know, for the people that are working hard, you know, I, I commend you. Uh, I was in that situation where I was, you know, working jobs like that. But you just got to realize that you got to work, you know, you're working hard at the wrong thing. Um, you know what I mean? And then there's some people like it, like I said, who are, you know, are working on the right thing. Maybe they have a web design business too. There's a lot of money sure. to be made in it. But, you know, like me, even for six months, I wasn't working hard at it. Um, so it's just like, you know, rethink what you're doing. Are you working too hard at something that's not going to make you any money because, you know, it's like a job and stuff? Or are you working? not hard enough that's something that even though you think it can make you money um and then yeah i, I mean i got lucky too because you know i reached out there's this one uh lady who tweeted about needing webflow help i reached out to her i didn't know that w- what company she worked for but you know it came luckily she was working for this really big startup that's kind of well known in the tech scene um and then that kind of helped me get a lot of leads and stuff like that once it, re- it launched and stuff how important do you think is networking in this field? It's really important. Um, there's a lot of reasons why. One, it can get you, you know, the right type of jobs that make a lot of money. It can get you clients. Um, it can get you more money just like for partnerships. There's some people that are referring me work now. 
and you know um that i wouldn't have had those opportunities beforehand um credibility a lot of times um if you're like building up your following and stuff like that um and then you know just like knowledge and stuff information there's a lot of people are broke just because they don't have the right information not that mm -hmm. you know even though i was mentioning not working hard and not working smart and stuff like that a lot, like i said there's a lot of people who work hard but they just don't have the right information they're not working sure. smart right or they're not working hard at the right thing um so that's really what it comes down to so yeah let me ask you this and, and this try i'm trying my best to kind of speed this up just because i don't want to i don't want to take up too much of your time man i know you're busy and i'm just grateful for you to be able to do this but uh um, <laughs> you, you know we talked about your definition of failure what is your definition yeah. of success um i think for me personally just you know it's going to be being able to do what i want on the daily knowing that I'm taking care of. I don't have to stress about, you know, food or putting my a roof over my head and stuff. Um, but I guess it's really success is like just being able to take care of yourself, your family, and, uh, you know, enjoy what you want to do. I, I, I personally think that, you know, you shouldn't really, even though I say that you shouldn't really follow your passions, you should follow what makes money first mm -hmm. and then get to yourself to a position where you're, you know, you're good and you're, you're financially, you know, stable and then start working on your passion. But, you know, success, overall success. So yeah, I think just being happy and enjoying, enjoying your life and not needing to stress about, um, just like situations where you like, you need to, you don't know where you, how you're going to eat. You don't know how you're going to pay rent next month. For sure. It's stressful, man. It's stressful. Yeah, it thinking, is. Thinking about stuff like that. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know that, you know, I've seen my mom and family, stuff like that that type of stuff stressful so i guess success yeah just um being healthy being able to you know not worry about that type of stuff and taking care of my family and stuff yeah it's crazy you talked about the whole making money first before going for something you're passionate about actually yeah i think of um something that kevin o'leary from shark tank talked about and um he talked about how growing up he wanted to be a photographer and he wanted yep. to be a filmmaker. He actually did a little bit of filmmaking. But when he was about to go to college, he talked to his, I don't know if it's his dad, dad or stepdad. And he said, do I, should I go for business or should I go for, um, you know, photography and all that stuff? And his dad said, go for business because, mm -hmm. you know, trust me, make some money. And when you get older, you'll be able to, you know, do your passion. And yeah, he was yeah. like, I'm so glad I did that because now... I do whatever I want. I do my passion now, you know, yeah, he's exactly. opening up, he's opening up photography galleries. He literally has every camera he can think of the Leicas, the Hasselblads, all that stuff, you know, the crazy ones that like, I'm still trying to get, you know, like, I mean, I have a nice camera, but it ain't a Leica. Um, but I'm just kind of like, dang, that's crazy. So it's, it's interesting. You talk about that. Let me ask you this. I know what you have an agency, which is about websites and web design. Is this your passion or is there a passion that's coming after this? My passion is business, honestly, mm -hmm. but it just so happens to make money as well. Yeah. Um, I like the web design process. Don't get me wrong, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's my passion. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what my actual like passion, like, you know, be able to hard pin or hard pin it. Like, um, you know, some people are really into art or some people are like photography and stuff like that. Um, I just like the process of making a business, making money. Um, so, yeah, I think it just worked out for me. But, you know, if I didn't like websites, 
but I came across it and I realized how much money can make. I would just do it first and then, um, you know, get myself to a certain point and then, you know, do what I'm passionate about because you're not stressing about, you know, money or your, your next, uh, you know, income or, or your paycheck and stuff like that. You're a true entrepreneur, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> as soon as I was able to start handing off the actual web design and development work and just focus on the business side of things, like I did it as soon as possible. Um, just because that's what I like. I like to do the sales and you know, sales calls and then, you know, the actual business and stuff like that. I don't know. That to me is fun. So like I said, I got lucky that that's my passion is like yeah. making a business. I used to try to think of businesses that I was passionate about or like things to make a business of that I was passionate about. But then, you know, just, just realized that I like just business. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter what I'm selling as long as it, it's able to be sold. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm not like a money hungry person, but you know, like I said, you just got to get to your, your, uh, yourself to a point where you're good and your family's good. And then you know, start working on whatever you want to do. That's what you're passionate about. So you would say, would you say you're like passionate about the grind? Um, I'm passionate about the lifestyle that this business has done for me. Like mm-hmm. wake up whenever I don't really, you know, I work for maybe a couple hours a day and then I just chill or I just That's hang awesome. out, play video games all day if I want to, you know what I mean? For- <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't like that, you know, before, but, um, that's what I'm passionate about. And then I'm starting to get to a point now where I want to be, I'm passionate about really growing like a big company. Um, mm-hmm. not like maybe like, not like a fortune 500 or 40,000 or a thousand company, but like, you know, millions of dollars and stuff. And not just, sure. you know, having it to a point where, you know, I can pay my bills and, you know, go out here and there and stuff, but yeah. actually just like build a nice big business. You know what I mean? That's what I'm starting to get into a little bit more. So you're passionate about freedom. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I think like, <laughs> I think that's why, you know, I like the money part of it. Right. Cause I don't really like money, but I like what it can provide for me. For sure. I like that it can provide, you know, peace of mind, I like that it can provide health. You know, I've reinvested the money I've made into a personal trainer, into good food, um, you know, vitamins, stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, just being able to, you know, knock out a few calls or, you know, meetings or whatever, and then just play video games all day if I want to, or, you know, awesome. travel, <laughs> travel, you know, if I want to, you know what I mean? Um, without having to stress too much about it. Yeah, that's, that's what I like. Yeah. What game, what game are you playing right now? Elden Ring. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Yo, let me ask you this, actually, because I saw that you have your trainer. It's actually pretty far from you. Um, yeah. Is this a move? Because, like, is that, like, a more expensive gym so you could connect network with people? Um, No, that's actually something I've thought about, though. You know, uh-huh. getting into these expensive type places or memberships yeah. um, to be able to connect with these type of people. But, no, just my girlfriend was going to him before because uh, that's her cousin or yeah her cousin's boyfriend he's a personal oh, okay. trainer yeah and so it just kind of happened to be like oh he's, you know he's really good you should start going with them and i'm like all right and so i started going um but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say just because of the networking opportunities but i definitely thought about it you know like going to like equinox or like yeah, yeah. you know this like high-end gym and stuff um that only like a certain type of person can access just because yeah those networking opportunities that's a good that's a good thing that's a good thing if you can afford it i would i would recommend doing stuff like that yeah i saw that in tiktok that's why i was just like oh there we go yeah i thought about that i mm-hmm. thought you were doing that to be honest with you man i was like yo why is this gym so far 
I'm like, it's dude, maybe far, like bro. A, yeah, that's for real. <laughs> yeah. Hey, respect though, man. I saw you lifting like a couple of videos. I'm just, I'm passionate about working out. So if one of these days you want to work on them down, you know, are you, is it, is it a, is it like a set that he created or are you doing some sort of set you saw online? No. Yeah. He, he tells me to what to do every time for man. I'd love to have a trainer to be honest with you. Actually, when you said I like that, a lot I, more than working out by myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more fun. I, that's what killed me in working out is it got to the point that I didn't want to work out by myself. And mm-hmm. then I just, I was just bored, dude. Like I was yeah. doing the Arnold PR and I'm talking an hour workout and I'm just, it wasn't even tiring. It wasn't burning. It was just, dude, I'm doing this. It's just boring <laughs> to be yeah, honest, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, that's like a accountability partner. And then, you know, you don't like not know what to do. A lot of times I think people in the beginning, they just don't know what to do. So they kind of get like yeah. overwhelmed and then not For really, sure. uh, stop going and stuff. So it's been good that he's um, been able to just tell me. And my results have been really, really good. It's only been five months. I don't know if you saw my recent Instagram. Yeah, dude. But, um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty crazy results so far. I've never been in shape like that in my life. Um, high school I was super skinny, like bad, bad skinny. And then, you know, after the next couple of years after high school, I got like you know pretty big. I was like two hundred pounds um, of just like you know just fat and stuff. And then um, now I'm in the you know the best shape of my life so far. And it's only been five months. Hey, that probably helped gain muscle then gaining the yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know lose, a lot of the fat, yeah. I know a lot of skinny people. They have a hard time gaining muscle, bro. Like they're just it used like, to be oh, like that. I can't get but it. I, I, my age affected. Yeah, see, that's what I say I all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I swear, I used to now. never believe. I used to never believe that I would gain weight, and then yeah. like my my girlfriend, my mom were like, "Just wait till you get a little older. Just wait till you get a little yeah. older." And finally. Bah! yeah <laughs> dude man it's so hard to lose weight right now it's hard to lose fat um you know I, it's so hard man because i'm 31 yeah. now oh man dude like that's my your biggest 90 percent of it man you're 90 percent sure. of it yeah yeah I, I i was like i started gaining some muscle and stuff but i didn't really start cutting down on my weight i, I lost like 20 pounds 15 pounds yeah. sometimes it fluctuates um but that didn't start happening until i started kind of taking my diet seriously and so that's like nine, literally 90 percent of it yeah for sure i'll end with this question what are some regrets growing up that because you kind of said something about regret what are some regrets growing up that you could wish as as you're older now you're like you know what i'm gonna make sure i don't do that or i wish i didn't do that and as a young person that may be listening to this be like you know what you shouldn't do that and it could be working out too but it could be you know anything else as far as like mainly about like business and life and success and anything like that um I'd say I don't really I don't think I really have any like serious like regrets and stuff. Probably just acting, you know, down with my girlfriend and stuff, but um like just messing up our relationship over the last like five years, just mm-hmm. you know, thinking thinking stupid. Um I'd say probably that, but then everything else, you know, I just had to figure out and learn. Uh, maybe I just wish I didn't act so dumb when I was little. Or as I was a kid in high school, middle school and stuff. Um, just because like sometimes people always think of you when you were in high school, especially mm-hmm. like, you know, like they're so they kind of just have that mindset of you. It's like, oh, you know, he's a dumb guy or like something like that. But then, you know, they don't know what I'm doing now. They don't know yeah. my new mindset, my new, you know, information, intelligence, stuff like that. So um, probably that. But, you know, what can you do? Can't go back. So I try not to think of stuff like that or regrets or anything like that because you know you're just For sure. part of the journey you got to learn about stuff and and grow 
for sure. Well, you know what? I actually just reminded me of a question. I'm sorry if I asked this <laughs> like kind of last year, you but when you started your agency, was there a lot of pushback from people, especially like people that are close to you that kind of know you? Because you talked about the image that was created of you. Were they like, yeah. come on, man, don't, you can't start an agency, a website agency. Like, do you even know what you're doing? Was there a lot of that going on? Um, there wasn't anything like specific like that where it's like, oh, don't you, you can't start an agency. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of business ideas, a lot of phases where I wanted to do like music and then I quit or, you know, I want to do this business, I quit. Um, so my family kind of got to a point where it's like anything I brought up or said that I wanted to do, they're kind of like eye roll. You know what I mean? Because they just mm -hmm. assumed that I was going to quit. Um, definitely had a lot of pushback where, you know, things weren't going so well. I was told just to get a job, um, you know, definitely a lot of that. And kind of, I'm kind of thinking I was just going to be, you know, a bum. Um, but then, you know, it's kind of the same thing as the teachers and stuff, where it's like, bro, I was young, I'm, you know, I was 18, yeah. 19, 20 years old. Um, you know, like, just give, give me some time, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, definitely faced a lot of it. It wasn't, you know, like I said, it wasn't specific to like, oh, you can't start a web agency, but. He thought it was just going to be a phase for a while. And then, you know, eventually it got to a point where, you know, started working out. And then now they're starting to realize that, you know, it's actually like a legit thing, making some serious money and stuff. So, yeah. For sure. Well, thanks again for doing this. You said you did music. What music? <laughs> rap. <laughs> oh, for real? You tried to rap yeah. or what? I tried to rap. And after that, it didn't work out. I tried to make beats. And then I was a little bit better at that, but I just stopped doing it. I'll beatbox for you if you want me to. I mean, not right. I mean, if you want me to right now, I can, but I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of rusty at it. If you ever rap one of these days, I got you, man. You know? Well, thanks again, man. If you got uh, anything to plug, go ahead and give that right now. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess if you need a website, um, you got a, you know, good size company, you need a website, ammo.studio. Hit me up at Diego at ammo.studio. Um, follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at the one Diego ideas and uh yeah thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here what's up guys thank you so much for watching the failed podcast and if you would do me a favor and subscribe to my youtube channel follow me on instagram at james abrot and on twitter at james underscore abrot 1030 until next time in the words of jerry white i'm out <laughs>